Um, I'm going to ask Neil, could you put up um, the reading for today, which is from John's Gospel? For those of you who like to have your Bibles open, um, it's we're, we're from John chapter 4, and we're starting at verse 43. And it's about Jesus' encounter with the royal official. So we're just going to have our reading now. After the two days, this is two days he spent in Samaria with the, the Samaritan woman's testimony. He stayed in Samaria, which was a very peculiar thing to do because uh, Jews didn't mix with Samaritans. So after two days of staying there, he left that place and went north to Galilee. Now, Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. And remember that Jesus was from Nazareth, which is part of the Galilee region. When he arrived in Galilee region, however, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also had been there. So these people in this part of Galilee, they welcomed Jesus because they saw some of who he was. They saw him performing signs and wonders, and they welcomed him. Once more, he visited Cana in Galilee. Remember that? That was where he had turned the water into wine at the wedding in Cana. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. And when this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus said to him, you will never believe. But the royal official said, Sir, come, come down before my child dies. And Jesus replied to him, You may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word, he believed him, and he departed. And while he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. And when he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, the fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour, that's 1 p.m., lunchtime. Then the father realized that that was the same exact time that Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And so he and all his household believed. This was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed having come from Judea to Galilee. Thank you for that. I wonder, is there anyone that could just help us understand this story? Wouldn't mind being Jesus for us. Any volunteers? And a royal official as well? Maybe come together? It would really help. Yeah? No? Mark's thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah? Hannah? Maybe? Come and help. Come on. Yeah, come on, two together. That'd be great. Um, what I also need... Oh, brilliant. Come on then. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on then. Brilliant. Thank you. So, Ben and... Oscar. Hannah and... Macy. Hannah, Macy, Oscar, Ben. 
Jesus. <laughs> Royal official. Narrator. And the servant. But you represent lots of people, so that's okay. Okay, so first of all, we've got to understand that the royal official is coming from far away. So off you go. He's about as far away as Stoken Church is from here. Okay, it might take him a while to get here. But Jesus has just arrived at Cana. And who remembers what it was at Cana that Jesus did? Yeah, he turned water into wine at a wedding. How good is that? Really good. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even drink wine. Do you? No, 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 he doesn't. And so that's good. Um, so Jesus is in Cana, and his disciples, oh, can you be double, double up a bit as disciples as well? Come over, come over, come over. His disciples are with him. We think, probably, because they seem to go everywhere with him. It doesn't say this in the text. Often there's things that they don't say in the text, but we kind of assume that they were there because they traveled from the south through Samaria up to the northern region, which is the Galilee region. And here they are at the same time. So, um, Hannah, can you read that? After two days. After two days, yeah. After the two days he left Galilee, now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honour in his own country. You have no honour in your own country, Jesus. They don't like you in Nazareth. Are you upset? Yeah. So this is the truth that that Jesus himself declared in Luke's Gospel. It says that he had no honour and a prophet is not respected in his own town. But good news is that Nazareth is that way and you've arrived in Cana. So are you happy? Good. He's very thoughtful, aren't you? Very thoughtful, Jesus. Okay, so here we go. When he arrived. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. Can you welcome him, please? (laughs) They had. They had. They had. Seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also have been there. Any ideas what he might have done at the Passover feast? Anyone? Anyone remember? No. Miracles, wonders, <laughs> healing people, exciting stuff. Once more. Once more, he visited. Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine, and there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Camp Capernaum. Capernaum. Well done. Um, royal official, are you arriving? Are you walking or on a horse? I don't really know. It's up to you. I think that's a horse. No. Were you walking? Yes. Welcome. Welcome, royal official. And, um, your son, um, is he well? No. <laughs> um, is he very ill? Yeah. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, why are you here? To see Jesus. Okay, here he is. That's good. Okay, so. Um, 
When this man heard? When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son. What does it look like to beg? Get on your knees. Get on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> he was close to death. death. Okay, well done. So you're begging Jesus, and Jesus is going to say, oh, this is what Jesus says. Unless, Unless you people see mir- miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. So, Jesus, you think that we all want to see miraculous signs and wonders? Put your hand up in this room if you would like to see some signs and wonders, miraculous things. You're right. (laughs) He's right, okay? And he's just saying that this is the thing that can stop us from receiving what what the Lord has. It can stop our faith. If we're just seeking signs and wonders and not the one who does them, it can stop us from encountering God. This is why he's having a go. Well... You've just told him off. It's not very nice. So you get back on your knees. I think you need to do a bit more begging. Okay, so the royal official said? The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. How far is it back to Capernaum? 16 and a half miles. It's <laughs> actually quite a long way, isn't it? Maybe. Are you going to go all that way, Jesus? No. Okay. This is is all ad lib. I'm really impressed with this. Right, so, um, come down before my child dies. And Jesus replies, You may go. go. Your son will live. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Before you go, before you go. Jesus just said, you can go, your son, you can go, your son will live. What? Hang on a minute, are you going to believe that? Mm, yeah. <laughs> would you believe that? Yeah. They would. Would you? Would you believe that? How many times has Jesus said something and you haven't believed it? Well done, royal official. Good job for believing it. Now, the fact that he believed it was kind of his decision, wasn't it? You decided to believe what Jesus had said. Was that because you know Jesus? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if it was. Maybe you'd heard about stuff that he'd done before. Mm. Do you know anything about Jesus? Mm, A bit. That's enough, apparently. A bit. Off you go, then. Oh, hang on a sec. Your servant's got to arrive. So, servants, could you... Well, servant, yeah, that's great. Um, Could you go the other way? If you go round there and sort of meet him, you come back to the sort of... Yeah, that's it. About here. That's it. Brilliant. Okay, so you meet each other. Um, So your servant's already started back. And it's taking a while, 16 miles, I guess. It's quite a while to walk, especially if it's the end of the day. So what happens next? Uh, where are we? Stand back a bit. I can't read. <laughs> um, 
while he was still on the way, yeah. While he was still on the way, his servant met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, the fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. What time was the seventh hour? Um, 1 p.m. Brilliant. 1 p.m. apparently yesterday. So it's taken you a while, hasn't it? You must have stopped overnight somewhere. Did you camp out? Was it nice? Good weather? No. No. Well, I guess I'd say. So, um, so you've asked the servant and the servant has replied that it was that time. Are you realizing something? Okay, so we need to just cover this. This is what he realizes. Um, then the father realized. No, then the father realized, yeah. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. It's the exact same time that he said to you, he will live. It's the same time that he actually got better over there in Soken Church. I mean, Capernaum. And that's exactly what happened. Is that amazing? Or is that just normal? That's what you'd expect. No. That's, that's, you see, we all react differently, don't we? Some, sometimes we think, well, of course it is. That's what he said, isn't it? Of course it is. And other times we're like, well, I didn't really know it. I didn't know it until I experienced the truth of it. And sometimes we know something and we act on it. We act on what the word has said to us. And then we find out later that that was absolutely true. Sometimes we hear the word and we don't act on it. Uh -uh. So so he and all his household believed this was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed, having come from Judea to Galilee. Give them a round of applause. It was Jesus' word that gave life. It was Jesus' word that gave life. We think about Jesus' presence and, and the Holy Spirit giving us life. It was the logos, it was the, the actual word of Jesus that gave life. The royal official chose to take Jesus at his word. Let's just take a moment to think, do we take Jesus at his word? Do we want to take Jesus at his word? And if you're like me, sometimes you do, and sometimes you're not so sure. But we can activate our faith. We've talked about this, listening to the promises of Christ through reading the word and knowing him, through listening in prayer and experiencing his word in our lives, through receiving words through other people sometimes, but we have the choice as to whether we activate, whether we believe and go with it and go off back knowing that it is true. James chapter 1, verse 22 says this. Do 
Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but doesn't do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and then after looking at himself, he goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Put your hand up if you know what colour eyes you've got. Put your hand up again if you know what colour hair you've got. You guys, you can look in the mirror and remember these things. It's the same with looking at the word and listening to the word. We can listen and look at the word and choose to remember because it's important to us about our identity and who we are. We can listen to the word and know who we are and remember that. Or we can go and look somewhere else in the world and it tells us lies about who we are and we can believe that. We need to listen to what is true. We need to listen to the one who says, I am the truth. That's Jesus. Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. We do want to see signs and wonders. We do. And let's not misunderstand Jesus here. He performs signs and wonders. John's gospel is about the signs, is about the wonders. He comes back again and again. And over the past few weeks, last week, we had the food. Remember doing the food of God, which is doing the will of God and seeing it to completion. Do you remember the Pringles? That was so funny. It's about stashing the word of God in our hearts, allowing the word to dwell in us. And the week before that, it was about the water, the water of life at the well, the living waters quenching our thirst. And today it's about believing and choosing to believe the word, taking Jesus at his word. Let's stand up and respond. And I'm going to ask Johnny to come back and lead us in some worship time. And then at the end of the service, there will be a time where if you want to receive the word of God or you need to receive some healing specifically for yourself or for somebody else and you can come during the end of the the worship time. But let's stand together. And if you're okay with this and you're in this place and you want to activate this faith, let me just declare this over you. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you've just been convicted by the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. To listen to the word and do what it says involves allowing that Holy Spirit to to work through us. So let's just pray as we come in into this time of worship together. Jesus, we thank you for your living word. We thank you that when you speak, life happens. And we're sorry for when we have ignored that or when we have Um, fail to believe you but we thank you Lord that this today is about taking you at your word and we make a choice together now if you're ready for this guys I'd like you to just literally take a little step forward as we pray this prayer and if you're not then just stay where you are it's absolutely fine so if you if you want to declare this we'll say this together I take a step forward into the word 
that Jesus has already given me. And I open my heart to his word that is yet to come. Amen.